realidad todavía no cuesta tanto hacerte con un alto nivel de inglés. Si no acometes este problema ahora, si te empeñas en esquivar el asunto haciendo un máster en empresas, que tampoco te va a diferenciar al final, te condenas a arrastrar el tema del idioma inglés hasta el fin de tu vida profesional. Si no agarras el tema del inglés ahora, con decisión y firmeza, no llegarás a saberlo nunca. Siempre tendrás un nivel medio. Infórmate, grupobaugan.com Inglés Online TV Hello, hello friends, hello everybody, how are you? How are you today? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. It's Inglés Online TVE. You're listening on Vaughn Radio, and you're also able to follow. You're able to watch our stream today on YouTube. It's called Inglés Online TVE. Inglés Online TVE, everybody. You can follow the stream. You can like it. You can uh, subscribe. Hit the bell. See the notifications, and here we are every day, everybody, every single day, and today is our 106th day, believe it or not, class number 106, and uh, if you have questions, you can write into the chat on the right side of your screen, or if you're on a, or if you're on your phone, I don't know what it looks like, but at least on a, on a laptop, It's on the right side of the screen, and you can participate in the chat. You can participate in the conversation and send me any questions you may have as we explore today's content related to class number 106. And let's see, Chema writes in with a nice paragraph here. I'm going to read Chema, Chema's uh, question. He says, Kyle, I have two questions. Oh, aquí estamos, eh? Empezando con dos preguntas. He says, Kyle, I have two questions. You translate se, se ajusta on the Twitter translation as it fit. Fix? No, no, no. Fix is arreglar. To fit is como caber. Se ajusta como un guante. It fits. F-I-T-S. To fit. F-I-T, which is also like caber. Cabe dentro de la, del agujero. Por ejemplo, it fits in the hole. It fits in the slot. To fit, not to fix. Right, so, yeah. And he says, and not it adjusts. No, adjusts, ajustar. To adjust is like my seat. I'm going to adjust my seat. I'm going to raise my seat and lower. Oh, I just lowered my seat. Let me adjust it upwards. 
there. I'm adjusting it. I'm raising it and lowering it. I'm adjusting it. Okay, so, yes. In my last program, I do this show called Drive Time here on Vaughn Radio. We have a Twitter translation. I shared the sentence, Se ajusta como un guante. It fits. F-I-T-S. But good question. Not fix. No, not se arregla. Like it fix. No, fixes or no. No, nothing like that. It fits. F-I-T-S. Like a glove. Uh, so hopefully that answers your first questions. Your first question. Uh, his second question. Deseo says wants in the, your vocabulary. Can you translate, can you translate wishes? Not really. In economics terms, they, they call them, they say needs and wants. But yeah, what are your wishes? But in a, in an economics textbook, they will talk about needs and wants, not needs and wishes. But we do say wishes in the sense of deseos. You're absolutely right. Like best wishes. I send you the best regards or I, we, we wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a happy birthday. Right? Desear in that sense, you're right. But in an economic, in economics, we talk about needs and wants. W-A-N-T-S. So what someone wants is, are, oh, these things are called their wants. Anyway. Marcel Mann says hello. Hey, Marcel Mann, how you doing? Tony's with us too, and he says, "Good, good evening, Kyle. It's been. Let's begin the Monday with a little bit of English." Yeah, well, uh, you got it. Good idea. Webster's here from Santo Domingo, our old pal Webster. And Marcel Mann says, "Why the word fitness? Why the word fitness? I don't understand your question. Why? Why not? Fitness." If you're fit, yeah, fitness to be fitness is, yeah, I don't, I don't understand the question. Oh, uh, anyway, Valent, uh, Valentino says, Hey folks, I have a question. What's the difference between a chore, drudgery? Well, first, first of all, drudgery. Oof. That's a word you can use every 10 years. I wouldn't worry about that word. A chore is on, son tareas. Drudgery. D-R-U-D-G-E-R-Y. I wouldn't worry about that because you'll see it five times in your life. So I wouldn't worry too, about it, too, too much about it. Drudgery ridden. Well, drudgery is something that is very difficult to do. But um, drudgery ridden. To be ridden means to be full of. Como lleno de. Right? I read the report and it was mistake ridden. It was full of mistakes. It was error-ridden. It was, I ate a cookie that was sugar-ridden. You could say it, but it's very, it's not common. So he's obviously, Valentino has obviously read this somewhere. I wouldn't try to use it. I wouldn't worry about it because you'll see it once every 10 years. Let's focus on more relevant things. Chema says, thank you, Kyle. Okay. But yeah, no, Valentino, thank you. I mean, thank you for the question. But when I say let's focus on more relevant things, I don't mean to criticize you for bringing that up. I'm just saying it, it is important with your studying to focus on frequent things and to master the essential before you worry about all the sort of adornos. That's a, that's a problem. And, and I, I, I spent the day, I spent a few hours at the Madrid Book Fair, the Feria del Libro in Madrid on Saturday. And I always have the same thing happen. People come up and they say, Kyle, 
I want the phrasal verb. Oh, me cuestan los phrasal verbs. And I say, yeah, claro. Of course they, of course they're difficult. But I pick up a basic translation booklet and I say, I say, um, como se dice en inglés, uh, que son aquellos, que son aquellos. And if they, if they are not capable, como se dice en inglés, que son aquellos. And the correct translation is, what are those? What are those? Que son aquellos. Right? Estos son fáciles. These are easy. Right. So this is from a very beginner book. This is a random translation book. It's very basic. But if my, the reason I'm mentioning this is because if you cannot translate that sentence, that those sentences that I asked, then please do not study phrasal verbs. Do not study expressions. Do not study conditionals. Don't worry about los adornos. Right? Hay mucha gente que preocupan demasiado por los, los adornos. Y todo eso. Phrasal verbs and all this stuff. Before having the base. Before building the, the foundation of your tower. You cannot build the tenth floor before you build the first floor. It is impossible. Your building will fail. So you have to focus on the basics, please. So this is something that when someone says, what does it, what does drudgery ridden mean? I say, well, you're going to see that expression once every 10 or 15 years. So I wouldn't worry about it. Don't spend time on it. Spend time on the essentials and master those before you move on. Right? Because otherwise, you're, you're, you're trying to build the tenth flat floor of the tower before building the first floor. And that's a big mistake with your time. Because it's your time and you have to use it wisely. You have to, you have to use it intelligently. Okay. Belen writes in and says, Hello, everybody. I'm here late. I'm late, but I'm here at last. I can't put up with cold phones. Okay, she can't put up with cold phones, teléfonos uh, frías. Okay, I don't know what that means, but I don't know why you're saying that, but okay. Valentina says, what's the difference between to fit and to suit? All right, to fit is like this shirt fits me, means that the size is good. But suit, if it suits you, it means it looks good on you. Like Juanjo's wearing a black shirt today, that suits him. Hey, you look good in that, it suits you. But if it fits you, then it means, uh, if it fit, if it fits you, then it means that the size is right. So like I, I could wear, a, I could wear a tuxedo to work that fits perfectly. I could go to a tailor and get a perfectly fitting tuxedo like you'd see at the Oscars, you know, a perfectly fitted tuxedo. But if, uh, if, if I show up, you know, and I'm having, ca tomando cañas con los amigos, el domingo por la tarde, then 
it doesn't suit the occasion. It fits perfectly, but it doesn't suit the occasion. It doesn't suit me. It doesn't suit that time. It doesn't suit that moment. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a good question, Valentino. Thank you for that. Yolanda says, Kyle, focusing on essentials is imperative. Look what happened in Pisa. Yeah. Someone messed up the numbers or messed up the calculations and the tower leaned, almost fell over. Joaquin says, you're absolutely right. Master the basics. It's crucial, essential. Yes, it is, my friend. So I'll say this one more time. Please focus on the essential. Please focus on the basics, on mastering the basics. And this is why I wrote my first book called The Verb Circus. In fact, I've got it right here. Los Verbos Esenciales del Inglés. I was promoting this book on the weekend in the Ferreira Libro. You can see it on your screen if you are in the Inglés Online TVE chat. And this book I spent, I, uh, I spent a lot of time writing about the basics machacando lo básico, drilling in the basics. So here we have a story. We take one verb, the verb to take. Uso uno, tomar, coger. Uso dos, llevar. Uso tres, tardar. Uso cuatro, hacer falta. Right, it's broken down, desglosado, según uso, broken down according to use. And then we have a story, drilling in, machacando. Los usos, drilling them in over and over and over in a story, in a real, true, factual story. And you have this, this, the translation into Spanish as well. On the right side, you have a focused translation list. You cover up the Spanish, you, the English, you translate from Spanish into English. Then you have an interrogative exercise. You, uh, you have the, the answer and you have to form the question asking for that information. So the idea is that you drill it in and you master this content. The whole book comes with 12 hours of audio. In addition to the whole book, I have added another 10 hours of audio. So it's very, very, very complete. Very complete. So I, I uh, encourage people to focus on the basic verbs and the basic grammar before worrying about los adornos, before worrying about phrasal verbs and all that. So that's why I wrote this book, The Verb Circus, Los Verbos Esenciales del Inglés. And it's available at the Baugantienda, baugantienda.com, Baugantienda. In the book fair, the Feria del Libro, stand number 165 with a 10% discount as well. And also, uh, Corte Inglés, FNAC, Casa del Libro, all these places. It's called The Verb Circus, Los Verbos Esenciales del Inglés. I would encourage you to work with that book and to practice and gain agility with the essentials through that book before worrying about phrasal verbs, before worrying about expressions and conditionals and all these more advanced things. Anyway, we have to push forward. My gosh, we have to look at today's beginner content. Nivel básico. All right, here we go. Beginner content, class number 106. All of them work in the same company as Megan. All of them. All of them. Todos trabajen. So ellos, todos ellos. Esa gente ahí... Todos trabajan. They all work in the same company as Megan. The same as, the same as, the same company as Megan. They work in the same office as Megan. They work in the same company as Megan. I have the same watch as my brother. I have the same pen as Juanjo. Actually, this pen is white. This pen is not the same as Juanjo's pen. 
But if I use a regular, some days when I have a regular Bic, and he has a regular Bic, I have the same pen as him, the same as. All of them work in the same company as. La misma empresa que. The same company as. Megan. All of them work in the same company as Megan. So that's our sentence. They all work in the same place. I work in the same, I work in the same company as Fitz. I speak on the same radio station as Richard. I speak into the same microphone as Fitz. I speak into the same microphone as Alberto. I sit in the same chair as Richard. The same as, right? All of them work in the same, trabajan en la misma empresa. They work in the same company as Megan. Okay. Okay, let's push forward and go ahead with our intermediate content. Nivel intermedio. Everybody, it's our intermediate level. She's glad she was able to get tickets for the game. Oh, it was a great game. She is glad. I'm glad. Me alegro. I'm glad you came. I'm glad. I'm glad you came. I'm glad you got here. I'm glad you asked that question. I'm glad we were able to help you. She is glad. Juanjo is glad to be here today. I'm glad that he is here also. He is glad to be here. Lucy is glad to be here at reception today. She's glad he, okay, here, yeah, here's, a, she's glad he was able to. Ser capaz de hacer algo, to be able to do something. She's glad that he was able to get tickets for the game. Conseguir entradas. Comprar, conseguir entradas para el partido, right? Mm. Belen says, I'm glad to listen to you, Kyle. Thank you, Belen. Thank you very much. I'm glad that you're here today. I'm glad that you're in the chat today, Belen. Thank you. She's glad he was able to get tickets for the game. You could also say tickets to the game. Do you need tickets to the concert? Do you want tickets to the concert? Do you want tickets to the game? Tickets to something. Tickets for something. Either way. She's glad he was able to get tickets to the game, al partido. Um, in American English, it's more common to say game. In British English, it's a bit more common to say match. But I associate game or match with the sport. For example, I would always say a hockey game, a basketball game, because for me, basketball is like basically an American sport, the basketball game. But if I'm watching rugby, which is very common in the UK or maybe in New Zealand, I don't know if this, I guess, they, I don't know if they say match or game in New Zealand, but I would say a rugby match. Let's watch the rugby match. After the rugby match, we'll watch the baseball game. For me, it's very strange to say a baseball match. It's the same thing with the word, uh, billete. Bill. In America, they, in America, they say bill. North America as well. A five dollar bill in Canada as well. Five dollar bill. Ten dollar bill. But a note in Britain. You say a note, so a five-pound note, a ten-pound note, a twenty-pound note. So even though I'm Canadian, if I'm talking about pounds, I will use the word notes because I associate that with pounds, a ten-pound note. 
If I'm talking about American dollars or Canadian dollars, I'll always say a $5 bill. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Belen says, I can't remember now. I thought it was something like cold phones offering. How do you, what do you, or what do you call? Yeah, how do you call? But I said, what do you call the phone calls you receive to sell things? Ah, yes. Cold calls. Sorry, Bella. Now I understand. Yes, cold calling. So it's a type of marketing. It's a type of selling where you pick up and the person on the other side of the line is not, does not know that you're calling to sell them something and you try to sell them. It's very difficult. Cold calling. Selling from scratch. Desde cero. Y por teléfono. La venta por teléfono desde cero. This is the, the idea, right? From scratch. Cold calling. So you sit there and you make 200 calls a day. And maybe out of the 200, you have 20 people who will talk to you for a while. And then out of the 20, maybe two of them buy something. Cold calling. Yeah, that's what you're talking about, Ben. And thank you very much. Uh, Joaquin says, by the way, your book, The Verb Circus, is way better than I expected. Well, what did you expect? Yeah, it's a very good book. It is. It's very didactic. Very teachy. Very didactic. Uh, the Verb Circus, Los Verbos Esenciales del Inglés. Uh, Javier says, hi, Kyle. I'm a bit confused about the word and uses of like. I don't have too much time to get into that, but let, let me get into that another day. Okay. I will, I'll talk about that another day. Remind me if you want, uh, Javier, but I'll talk about like another day. Gemma says, would it be possible to make the Twitter translation on Facebook? I have Twitter, but uh, I don't have Twitter. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe someday. Maybe someday. Um, Belen says, I'm glad to listen to you. Well, thank you. And Karna says, I love to hear you because I can understand, but other people I find very difficult to understand. Well, I'm glad that you understand me and Karna. Thank you very much. Thank you. Dudano says, hello, Mr. Kyle and everybody. Well, thank you. Hello and thanks for tuning in. Let's move on, everybody, to our advanced content. Nivel avanzado. She's put it off again? It's only going to get worse if she keeps doing that. Si sigue haciendo eso. If she keeps. Si sigue haciendo eso. If she keeps doing that. If she continues. So what? She's put it off again. So to, to put off is to postpone. Posponer. To postpone something. To delay something. To put it off. I could talk about that verb today, but I think I'll put it off for tomorrow. I'll put it off until tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll deal with it tomorrow. To put off. O-F-F, two Fs, phrasal verb, put off. Separable phrasal verb, put it off. We're using the preposition. Sorry, the pronoun. We're putting the pronoun in the middle. To put it off. What? She's, she's put it off again? She's put it off again. It's only going to get worse. Empeorarse. To get worse. It's going to get worse. It's going to become worse. If she keeps on doing that. And as Belen says here, to keep plus ing means to continue. To keep. 
And you're right. I have it in my book, The Verb Circus, in fact. It's verb. Uh, it's the uh, page 38. To keep use number one. To keep plus ing. Seguir haciendo algo. No dejar de hacer algo. Keep going. To continue doing something. You'll only learn if you keep studying. Sigue intentándolo. Keep trying. No dejaba de... Sorry. No dejaba de llamarla Susan. I kept calling her Susan. Mi impresora no deja de atascarse. Excuse me. Atascarse. Yes. My printer keeps jamming. No dejar de. O seguir haciendo algo. To keep. And this is on page 38 and 39 of my book, The Verb Circus. Like I said, these simple uses of the verb. Then you have use number two of keep, which is guardar, right? To keep in the sense of seguir haciendo algo. And then another completely different use, guardar, guardar algo. I keep my money in the bank. I try to save money every month and I keep it in the bank. Mm. If she keeps following Kyle's program and doesn't put it off, I'm sure he'll improve his English, or she will improve her English, says Dudenel. Chema says, Belen, your level is great. When Kyle's on holidays, you should be a be the show woman. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Hmm. So, yeah, and it starts off with this, what? Pero que? What? What? She's put it off again, otra vez. She's put it off again. She's postponed it. She has put it off again. It's only going to get worse if she keeps on doing that. Now, if she keeps doing that, si sigue haciendo eso, if she keeps doing it, or she keeps on doing it, the on is sort of optional. Keeps doing it or keeps on doing it. Okay? So there we go. That was our advanced sentence. I want to thank you for listening. We're out of time. But I want to thank you for listening, folks. We'll be back tomorrow with more Another Class. Mañana más, ya sabes. All right, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. La radio que te enseña. Esto lo que escuchas es Baugan Radio Madrid 100.4 FM. Este verano tenemos un montón de planes para ti y tus hijos, para toda la familia. Ven a Baugan, disfruta el verano con Baugan. Más información en grupobaugan.com.